Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's your girl, Katara. I'm Joe. It's Courtney. And this is Tanisha. Together we make Brown Epiphany. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hello. All right. So you guys know the drill. I want a feeling word, but the question of the day is like two different questions but i'm trying to decide which one so actually i'll do the other one closer to halloween but um what is your pet peeve (laughs) what kind of pet peeve though anything yeah it could be anything but just you know yeah okay i gotta i gotta think uh, I would say that I am feeling healthier. I'm still a little congested. Been fighting <laughs> this cold for the past week. Um, and to answer Joe's question with the pet peeve, random, but it's just ashiness for me, especially as black <laughs> folk. I don't like when I see the elbows, the knuckles, or the knees white, and you know that you are of color. So just get some lotion, get some Vaseline. I don't care what it is. I don't like, let me put a Correct. lotion on. Hold on. You're not ashy right now. She's like, she like, is she talking about me? No, but that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Like, like say my name next yeah, time. Right. <laughs> One of my, I'm feeling neutral i'm back yeah oh, here we go <laughs> i'm back y'all i'm not even shake you from this neutral i'm not even gonna press i'm not even gonna press for change um, <laughs> one of my pet peeves is tapping please do not tap me i just oh, like <laughs> tapping you something like oh, not, not this tapping time. my shoulder oh, okay, tapping if you have to tap me to get my attention, it's just not meant to be. Like, if you can't say my name, I'd rather pss, 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 really? before being tapped. Like, especially kids. Because kids will go OD. Oh, they will definitely they, tap. They know you're ignoring them. <laughs> and they will literally tear that thigh up. I'd be like, stop touching me. <laughs> I can't take tapping. <laughs> That's one of those quick tipper attitudes real quick. I nah. Um, I'm feeling excited yes. today and my pet peeve is people sneezing behind me. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it just oh it's just something God. like even if they're like you know, closing their mouth or whatever. It's just, <laughs> I can't see you closing your mouth. So I don't know what fluids have landed on my hair or like on my back. And it just feels weird. I don't like it. <laughs> what about coughing? Um, no, that's fine. It's the sneezing. That's just, you know, just, <laughs> like I like instantly will like scrunch up like, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> That is actually funny. Courtney, I know you ain't Googling a pet peeve. I'm Googling a pet peeve because I don't know, y'all. I'm sitting here just trying to see if something is going to jog my memory. But um, as far as how I feel, (sighs) y'all know how I feel based on that? (laughs) That's irritated. (laughs) It's giving irritable. (laughs) That's probably... Correct. Um, <laughs> that's how I'm feeling today. That is funny. Um, I think a pet peeve of mine is 
y'all not gonna believe this actually but it is i, don't I just don't it. say anything because i can't <laughs> i can't believe it it's I, better not be tardiness i don't like waiting on people <laughs> okay let's let's move on because we Wait, can't take courtney seriously i know y'all yeah. wanna <laughs> I knew y'all nah, was going to nah, say nah, that, nah. but hear me out. Hear the me amount out. of times I done waited on this. We be waiting on Courtney, y'all. Hear me out in terms of, because this is how I feel. I feel like everybody around me knows I'm going to be late. <laughs> so y'all prepare for that. Y'all give me like 20 minutes of extra grace, okay? Um, I give you no so grace at all. If you are, if I show up 20 minutes late. <laughs> And I'm now waiting on you. I am pissed. <laughs> Baby, this is an eye for it's an the eye. audacity. I, I know. It's an eye for an eye. That's, you know, Y'all, that's we hypocrisy. Are not, but, we, are, we are not taking but, Courtney seriously. No, we are shaming her into changing. All right, that's all I'm saying. I, I, I didn't, I tried to find another one. Okay. <laughs> that is funny. That is one of my pet peeves, too. I cannot stand waiting on yeah. people. But I'm actually on time. And I'm actually one of those people that, like, I give updates 15 away. 10 away, <laughs> 5 away, pulling in. Why you ain't outside? Girl, when I say almost ready, I am lying. I, I'm in the shower. We, be- we believe that. Clothes not it's picked out. It's a toss-up for me. Like, it's a toss-up for me because I feel like I will show up late sometimes and then other times I won't show up late. Mm-hmm. Like, so it all depends. But I feel like I'm very, like, I try to be respectful of people's time. I feel like I'm naturally at a disadvantage because I don't do makeup. Exactly. So it's like how y'all, how y'all allocate y'all rocks. time. I don't allocate my time that way. My, like you said, my hair is done. Yeah, you have blogs. I'm not putting a face on. If I can't find an outfit, that's probably about the only thing that'll make me late. But if the outfit is prepped, I'm like the first day of school, baby. I'm ready. <laughs> All I'm saying is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Caribbean time if it's an event. What's Likely. The, what, What's Caribbean time? Late. Uh, really? Uh, Real bad? Um, Later it than me? Could, it could, yeah, I feel like being sure. late to an event is different because like, a lot of times I'm going to intentionally be mm-hmm. late because I'm not about to be the first one there. Not at all. Well, I don't like it when people are late to like a dinner reservation. That's okay, different. Nah, like, nah. It's different That's different. Yeah. like it's different if it's <laughs> That's one of make those. Me mad. Like yeah. it's different if it's like a I'm party. going there and I'm just going to sit there yeah. with a friend of mine and you're late. But like when it's dinner <laughs> reservations it irritates me one if the people who are hosting it show up late because like now i'm looking crazy because i'm like oh i'm with um this party <laughs> and they're like oh okay yeah like go ahead and wait what are you what like where are the hosts <laughs> yeah, you know like different. and then the other part is when it's like one of those where oh, everybody needs to show up before you they can sit see down oh, oh no no no, see, no i don't like you <laughs> Yes. I don't like that either. Nah, I'm talking about house parties yeah. or like lax events yeah. where you don't have to wait on nobody when yeah. you show up. You show up. Yeah, I'm probably a going gonna be out type time. event. Like, nah, we're not getting there at ten. You, oh, you say eight <laughs> o'clock? Um, I'll be I, there at nine. I will actually get there at ten because I'm leaving at twelve. <laughs> yeah, Joe, we know leave early. We know your bedtime, Joe. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, no, the other day I was actually out till twelve thirty-five. Wow, yeah. give her her kudos, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Are we really thank for twelve thirty for Joe? Thank you. Yeah. It was 12.35. Give me my oh, extra five minutes. Yeah, 12.35. We ain't doing that. <laughs> me and Courtney done started some nights. <laughs> 12.35? Oh, so you went out for an hour here in Jax? No, girl. We 
We no, had no, some nice fun time. No, because <laughs> no, the real ting starts at like 12. And yeah. What's what time they say? I don't see in the sun come Until like 5 a.m. I don't know. Not either. lately. And the only reason I know this is like a friend of mine was like, oh, do you want to go out? So I was like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll meet. So I got to her house at 10 30 because I'm like, okay, we'll be there by 11. Mm-hmm. She was still doing her makeup. That's the kind of way to know people. If I'm already late, don't be doing your makeup when I get to your house. Well, yeah, she was still And doing then turning around and asking me how it looked. <laughs> it looked fine. <laughs> it looked like it's time to go. <laughs> y'all are too funny. Well, y'all got a little bit of our personality on that one because we all are different. <laughs> so our brown. Storming? No. Our brown sugar of the day. I am sure. Wow. Brown sugar and spice. We talking about. Ice, not yeah. ice spice. Brown sugar spice and, spice. and oh, Erica Mena. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Courtney popping. So the brown sugar for today is there was a situation recently. It was within the last two or three weeks. An episode aired of Love and Hip Hop where there was kind of a verbal altercation between artist Spice and. I don't know what Erica, she is. Erica oh, Eric, I said TV artist, and then there you go, TV mm-hmm. personality Erica Mena. Um, that was very nice and generous. Yeah, because I, I really didn't know <laughs> what to intro her as. <laughs> um, but anyway, there was a situation where they were initially friends. I think that they were like normal, cordial type people, maybe not friends per se, but cordial people, castmates on the reality TV show Love and Hip Hop. And recently, something happened with Spice's health or something of that nature. There was a medical emergency and Erica Mena's ex-husband Safari made comment to Erica about how he would feel if something happened to Spice, which in somewhat in some way triggered Erica Mena because um, her ex-husband were missed a lot of important dates for her as and far her, as... I think the birth of yeah. their second child, child, I think. Birth of a child, wasn't there throughout some pregnancy issues, things of that nature, and really just wasn't a present man in general in their relationship. Um, things kind of got rocky really after their first child, and Lord knows why they did number two. But whatever the case may be, she felt triggered that he cared about a friend more than her. Um, mm-hmm. So when Spice got wind of this conversation, I'm guessing from Safari, she took it personal as if Erica Mena was making comment about somebody caring about her. And Erica's Mena's, Erica Mena's plight was not that he cares about you. It's that like I was his whole wife and he showed more empathy for you than he did for me. Mm-hmm. So Erica Mena and Spice went out to eat to kind of hash out the differences between this little situation that they had in this conversation erica mena was very calm reserved genuine really trying to clear the air about how she was feeling when it came triggered to safari not spice spice did not care she came very defensive she came very argumentative very combative like she just was given she came with bad energy it was nothing that erica mena said that started bad energy she came with it so throughout this back and forth conversation where erica mena is being nice and Spice is giving bully. Spice brings up the fact that Erica Mena has a very strained relationship with her son and made a comment that that's why your son hates you. Mm-hmm. Something of that nature. Erica Mena then, you know, flipped the table. It got 
aggressive. They got to fighting and throwing and stuff they do on Love and Hip Hop. Y'all mm-hmm. know the drill. The throwing other drinks. Throwing other drinks. So it became one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> became one of those moments. And Erica Mena's response was to call Spice a monkey. Well, she called her a blue monkey. A blue monkey because the girl wears a blue wig. That's her signature is blue hair. Mm-hmm. So she called her a blue monkey. Um, so the argument on the internet is whether or not this is racially motivated. If we're going to call Erica Mena racist, was that too much of a low blow? Um, everybody is kind of on the fence of where this comment came from when it came to Erica Mena. Since I will add that Erica Mena has been let go from love and hip hop due to the response and backlash that this episode received. So what are your thoughts? (laughs) Hmm. Um, well, for me, um, I don't, I'm not inside of, um, Erica Mena's head. So I don't know if this was racially motiv- motivated. I know that calling a black person a monkey is, you know, problematic as all get out. <laughs> but my issue that I had was I, so I watched it, not that I have the greatest of um, memories, but I kind of feel like Erica Mena came with good energy trying to create a bridge between the both of them. And what she got returned from Spice was just a lot of negative energy. Mm-hmm. And I also think that Spice went for the jugular. And I kind of feel like when you go for the jugular, everything is like there's no rules anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not like I mean, I'm not the type of person to go back and forth with anybody like because I don't really <laughs> care that deeply. But I do understand that like if you hit people like uh, um a wounded dog is going to bark or bite or whatever kind of dog gonna holler. Oh, yeah, that girl. Was, yes. That was, girl, that was so girl. educated. Yeah, what was yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Yeah. Wait, you guys knew what I meant. I didn't know what you meant. dog go bark. Like... It's gonna bite. You know the funny um, thing about What time is it clip cut? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying, y'all. Oh, okay. Anyway, you had her back. You had her back. Dog holler. Okay. You guys know what's funny about that? Rob has to do that for me all the time because I'll start and he's like, oh, this is what you mean. <laughs> we got but it. Anyway, we got yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Like, so like, uh, what? What was it again? A hit dog will holler. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all not even saying it country enough. A hit dog gonna holler. A hit dog okay. gonna holler. Okay. So, holler. Uh, yeah. So, um. Erica Mena was a hit dog and she hollered <laughs> and got and, fired. <laughs> well, she hollered in the best way that she knew mm-hmm. how to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm upset she got fired. I think all of them need to get fired because, like, we don't really need a love and hip hop. but that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, you know, but like, I also think that context matters for stuff like if erica mena was just there calling her a blue monkey for absolutely no reason then i'd be like okay yeah but you hit her where it hurts so she's trying to hit you where it hurts as well Mm -hmm. which i'm like i don't even see like watching it i don't even think that um spice was even you know all rah rah like in a oh you're a racist blah 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 on and on that's i like i i haven't seen any like feedback from um 
spice like in that until after oh yeah well until after everybody was like responding so i'm kind of like if it were that big of a deal i feel like in the moment i could see you being like oh you racist you know B and blah 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 on and on and she didn't do that so I'm like or at I least in your confessional you you know where they yeah, talk but to the it camera wasn't she that. never brought up but yeah. it's but I feel like all of this goes back to like internet um judgment mm-hmm. 101 or whatever yeah I'm, I'm gonna give them grace in that area when you are arguing and sometimes things are being said you don't know what's really being said she probably went back and watched it <laughs> and realized she was called a monkey no she got that from everybody on but the I think more so importantly, I think it was other people at that dinner. It was just one more Shanika. Shanika. It was somebody else. Tiny friend, yeah. Yeah, Other people were offended by this comment, though. People who were friends with Erica Mena, I think Mm -hmm. that I saw a clip of Yandy sitting down with Erica Mena just trying to be a friend. Not saying, like, like, you really could have not known what that meant so let me take the time and try to educate you and Erica Mena was just completely like defensive she was like well she talked about my kids so what I don't care like I don't care what you talking about or what she was talking about she came from my kids and that's what I said it was kind of like yeah but you have another friend coming to you saying I was offended by what you said Mm-hmm. Because what do you think about me? Like, if you call her this, what do you think about me? Because you're the lighter skinned woman and I look more like Spice. What, how do you feel about me? And I think, I don't I know. Mean, I feel like Yandy, that's a girl you got. She, blue eyes. I like Yandy, like, so, nobody, so, so be so nice. Whatever. I don't know. I, yeah. I got a soft spot for Yandy, so. I mean, I do believe that colorism is definitely real and prominent, especially in the field of entertainment. But in this context, after hearing the whole story, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, she called her a monkey. Oh, for sure. She she's definitely a colorist. Mm-hmm. But after hearing the backstory of her coming to her respectfully, just wanted to create that bridge, as you guys said earlier, it, it really makes uh, Spice look away. And I do think that two things can be true. Yes, it can be a colorist comment on its own, but I do believe in that context. She was just trying to come for her in the same way that she came for her and her chits. But calling somebody a monkey, though, it doesn't equate. I don't, I don't feel like... Like, if somebody came for my kids, I'm going to just pull some information out my bag that I know about you. Your husband, who you possibly was, maybe she was, ain't have none of that. I don't think that she it's a did, matter because Safari for him to go and tell uh, Spice what Erica said. Oh, it was some pillow talk. She got some information no, in that Erica bag. Erica and Safari are not together, and I'm sure he wouldn't give her any ammo. Not now, but previous. My thing mm-hmm. is, I just feel like you cannot penalize me. For my response when you intentionally try to hurt me. So now if we are playing the game of who gonna hurt who the worst that like like uh Joe said, ain't no limits. There's nothing off limits. Because if we were doing off limits, kids would be off limits. The limits would start with children and family. If we are doing limits, don't bring up my family. If you want to talk about this man who cheated on me and left me and that's why you lost all that weight. I don't know. If you want to go for looks, if you want to go for being left alone, if you want to go for me being a single mother, what I don't know. Whatever you could pull out your hat. Cool. But the moment you cross the line of my kids... We were the limits are off. But did but she really talk all, about no, the kids? It wasn't just that's the why kid. your son hates you. That but was about her. No, 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 no. But it wasn't just. Well, don't bring up my. Why but it wasn't. It wasn't just he the comment. It. it wasn't just the comment about the kid. Like 
Spice was also saying things like, oh, Erica, you're acting like you're the only woman who's ever been divorced before. You're acting like you're the only woman who's ever been like a single mother before. And my thing is like, you like if somebody is that apologizing, was yeah. No, I, I feel like that goes beyond being insensitive. Like you are being a jerk. Like on you're purpose. trying to like hurt my you feelings. are intentional. Yeah. And my thing is like if somebody is apologizing to you and you're not interested in it, it's okay to just sit there and be like, you know what, I'm gonna think on it. Like, like, or we're good. Like, we're never going to be friends. We're never going to be close. Yeah. Like, it's okay to say that. It's not okay to then go on the attack. Like, so I feel like if anybody changed the context of that conversation was, (laughs) (laughs) she couldn't handle the spice. Like, I'm her name's like she's, but I, I don't do know think, why. I do think a bigger conversation does need to be had, though, when we do talk about that specific term. Because Erica Mena is black associated or affiliated, it's seen as okay for her to say that because she was feeling away. But if this was like a Caucasian individual exactly. who was pissed and they were having that conversation with Spice, no matter how low she went, and they said that to her, but that's what, what, they would, do. Okay, what but would be I, the context? I don't, I don't think that that, that matters. Be, I don't like for me, I just feel like <laughs> when white people do get upset with us, they go low <laughs> and they say those things and it hurts our feelings and guess what we do we likely put hands next because nothing is off limits so for me it's like if you are intentionally trying to hurt me and we are going blow for blow it don't matter where those blows go like i just feel like when when white people call us in words all out in public guess what they get popped in their mouth because you done crossed the line now i'm about to cross one too i and understand I think it. it's a it's, that part of it's it. a response it doesn't mm-hmm. matter like i don't think you get to determine somebody's response to mm-hmm. how you respond uh, now that's true now i agree with that you don't get to determine how somebody <laughs> responds to you once you hurt them however no matter how you respond there are consequences because mm-hmm. if erica mena would have shot her we can't say oh she went she went low so erica mena I shot mean, her no 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 but what no apples and we oranges <laughs> well i threw in some Tomatoes oranges and, potatoes. and some there's kiwi no, there's okay no, there's no kiwi Yes, it is. <laughs> that actually Y'all know Courtney me. always talk about killing somebody, girl. Ain't nobody talking about dying. And I don't even have a gun. I don't know why. I don't know why I go there. We do have guns. Oh, we do. We do? Okay. Have guns. All right. My bad. That would change but, the dynamic clearly. But Courtney. what I'm saying right, is, right, she yes. went low. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But when you when you open yourself up to that, you also have to be ready for the consequences. Well, now, so I think that with- that example works with violence. Now, if Erica, if if Spice had to punch Erica in the mouth and then Erica had to shot her, that would align mm-hmm. because it's violence for violence. But we going word for word and hey. I guess- okay, but here's my thing, though. <laughs> I feel like it's different because <laughs> Spice's attacks were very personal Calling someone a monkey is not personal. I just feel that's like, like that's a bad. That's bad. That's like, ugly. Smelly. It's not even. I feel like it's the same. Y'all do monkey. realize the monkey was like the history of the term. It was to dehumanize black people okay, so that we would be better spice, suited for slavery. Dehumanized? No, she wasn't. In that moment, she no, was. She, she was, was called a she monkey. She didn't even know she was called a she, monkey. She knows like now. Like you said before. She knows she was called a monkey <laughs> now. And she will be just but, fine. But also, everything that Spice said to Erica Mena, oh my God. I'm not offended by. I don't care. That, it didn't happen to you. Wait, but when she called her a monkey... 
now I'm offended. And I so were her a, I and so were her other friends. Because because if you can look at Spice and call her a monkey, you can look at me and call me a monkey. She can look Courtney, at all of us I'm and call us monkeys. I'm, I'm Courtney, team. I am Courtney, I am darker than you. I'm team no limits. If we are crossing boundaries, I mean I know I ain't no monkey. Then we are like <laughs> I can't say that that is a comment that would come to my mind in an argument. I can't At say all. that unless <laughs> I genuinely felt like you look like a monkey. I just call you ugly. I mean, which, I can't which some, I which some people, people white, and black, and other do. Yeah, like white, black, like. other that. Like that's not limited mm-hmm. to one body. Like the mm-hmm. only thing that would make me think of that is if if you do right, and you can be light skinned and look like a monkey. Like um, <laughs> it's an animal. Well, so people say I we look know. like all kind of animals, but I don't. I I can say when it comes to like. The racially motivated whatever uh, comment like that would not have came to my like if I'm arguing with somebody, monkey probably I might have said bad ugly stank before right. I ever before went, you said before no, I animal. went to monkey before okay, I went to but monkey. But here's the thing though, I feel like this is very, <laughs> an animal. If I was arguing, <laughs> you animal. Come okay, on. If I was arguing, hold I, up. Chewbacca, I was, a banshee. If I was arguing with someone oh. and they called me a monkey, I can't take you seriously because it sounds super dumb. But yeah. also, Spice could have simply told Erica Mena that she looks like an ant from like that one movie, <laughs> oh. like the ant farm. Do you guys remember that one? Uh, she looks like one of those. But it's so I just, just that's, that, and like, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel like Erica Mena was trying to make a looks attack. I don't think that it was like a, a you're oh, black, yeah. so I'm calling you a monkey. I. I Either she way, called her a, she wouldn't have called a light skinned woman a monkey. That's not true. If you look like a monkey, then you she don't even look like a monkey. Who Spice? Spice doesn't look to you. Spice doesn't have monkey features. I, I know some people who have monkey features, but that's why you can't take it. Seriously. And she doesn't. No, she was talking about her her skin color, y'all. What's the other Hispanic Afro Latina that's on Amara La Negra? Oh no, she's in Miami, my bad. Oh, she's not the one. I was the one that was with Chad Ochocinco. She was like a wife, a Uh, basketball wife. Evelyn. Evelyn, did she say some problematic stuff too? Like some colorist stuff? Probably. I think she did. But that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all. It just I really think people just hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. I don't think that monkey though necessarily racially motivated. Her goal was to make Spice feel how she felt, and maybe she thought monkey was it. Mm -hmm. See, monkey wouldn't have hurt my feelings. It wouldn't have hurt my feelings. It wouldn't like that wouldn't have been the dig that everybody thinks it is. It just it's not even I don't think it hurt. I don't think it hurt a monkey. Spice feelings either I'm gonna go back First of all I'm saying all this And I ain't even seen it But I don't think it necessarily Hurt her feelings either But it was just Something that was said That's like Wait that was left field I'm talking about your kids At least come for me Call me broke Call me That's the worst thing You could call me (laughs) Call me (laughs) I don't know what else That's it That's the low blow (laughs) You broke Nah Um, I think Listen for me if, If we were And this is me Going off on a tangent Because I really don't know But if I was going Family low blows is your mom and daddy living you know like like i feel like let's stay family personally let's keep it let's stay family like Mm -hmm. girl where your mama at you know what i'm saying ain't your mama in them streets like i might go blow for blow like that but maybe erica minute really just didn't have nothing to say I feel Erica. Well, then she was in her, and she does. She went by her looks. I feel Erica Menace pain because I am not very good at comebacks. (laughs) So I'm. Well, just laugh (laughs) because that's what I do. 
I'm not good either. And then, like, let's account for the fact. Let's give Erica grace because Erica really came genuine to this table. She She really came to the table trying to repair. So not only probably was the comment a left field, but the energy as a whole. She didn't come in ready with, you know how you practice in the mirror, like, if she say this, I'm going to say that. Erica ain't do none of that. Erica came to apologize. She came to clear the air. The issue that she had, I feel like we all understand. And that's why she issue was with her man. She was coming to the table like, look, my problem is not with you. I'm triggered because of the things I've gone on in my relationship this could be any friend not necessarily you i just feel a way about how my man treated me this has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with you so you already coming in with good heart pure intentions you ain't even practice your lines Mm -hmm. before you came in here (laughs) and then somebody bring up your son hate you I just like, feel like Safari has more to do with this than we realize because yes, Erica was <laughs> Safari coming, broke up a whole nother friendship since then. Yeah, yeah, like he, I don't know. I feel like but he and I, I make somewhere. But at the end of the day, though, regardless of Safari, not Safari or whatever, but um, I feel like Erica Mena had good intentions with Spice. Yeah, but also too i feel like she came on there like with a woman to woman kind of energy Mm -hmm. like and she said like you know like she was trying to like mend it and i don't see how you could take that wrong except for if you were having a terrible day yeah or something like that but i feel like what she was what she what her what her issue was was clear as day Mm -hmm. Like, I feel the way that my man care more about you as a friend and y'all not even friends like that, like that. Mm-hmm. But he missed my birth and was there for you in your little accident. Like, ugh. I think I'm that's mad in the Bible somewhere. I'm mad at him. To I'm not mad your husband at if you don't show you. up for your birth. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah. Why, okay, got a question. Why was she going to her, though, to explain that? Was there... So I think like maybe there was some like energy or whatever. Spice like, was mad didn't... at her. Like Spice was was mad. Like Spice took the comment like it was about her. Like you mad at somebody caring about me? Like you 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 don't care about me? You wanted yeah. me to die? I think it was like some near death oh, okay. experience. I think she took it like. Erica was, you know, she's like, I almost died. Like, I was, like, something really happened well, to me. Well, and Erica almost died, too. Did you guys see her from, like, one season to the other after oh, yeah. the divorce? She looked like she Dying. had seen the light and was trying to come back from the light. So, I mean, like, not emotional near-death experience, physical near-death experience, kind of, you know, not comparable. But, but you know, could Erica have other. been, could Spice have taken it as, like, for real, for real, Erica? this moment was not about you and as my friend like I'm your friend and I'm Safari's friend so for you to say that that's kind of weird was not, they were not friends oh cause I don't think like I, I would say that, that about Katora. I get like, the point that you're making if my husband <laughs> no I no <laughs> Courtney knowing you you would be Erica don't don't even go there hold up I'm trying to be back I'm trying track. to be honest with myself back in this track. moment back track. with my current man hold up he not there for my birthday if, we broken up if, we we done. If I yeah, well one, your We're relationship done. is over. But then imagine your relationship is over because they are broken up. Imagine your relationship is over and you see this very man go but to bat for another woman friend and he was not there for your birth. There's a trigger that's gonna No, that's but I gonna think it, was, happen. it happened during their their relationship when she was still married to Safari, right? 
No, nah, they've been. They have they've been, been done oh, for a minute. Okay, yeah, but so I they think were it was done. Just a trigger, you know yeah. what I mean? And it, it just wasn't about spice. My, but my thing with spice is like, girl, it would have been so simple for you to just put yourself in her shoes. Like any woman, not even any I woman, guess. any person would feel some type of way if their partner was showing more empathy and compassion for somebody else outside of the relationship and compared you to me. me. You know, and she wasn't coming to her and saying like, oh, Spice, you need to apologize because how dare Safari care about you more? What she was saying is like, Spice, like, I just want you to know where some of that bad blood Came might have from. come from. Yeah. Is. And she was like, it's not you. It was on Safari. Like, I understand. I got one more thing and we're done. Or we could be done if y'all want to be. <laughs> However, Erica, Safari done showed you... <laughs> 10 million ways that he doesn't care about you and now that it's over I don't think you should have been triggered to even bring this person into the situation you know this man don't care about you you know this man didn't want his second child that's probably why he didn't show up I think for her to be kind of going backwards and saying after we're done and saying I feel a way I feel triggered because you showed up for somebody or you would show up for somebody, hypothetically speaking, if something were to happen to them and compare that to me. I know you don't care about me. If you cared about me, you would, we would still be what we were. Uh, I think it's easy to say that, mm, yeah, but being in the situation, I think it's, yeah, because her being well, that um, way and the ending in the way that it did, that there's going to be triggers for I think sure. it's yeah. fair for Erica to feel, and I think yeah. it's unfair for Spice to like, <laughs> mm-hmm. make, like make it about her. Like, Erica didn't make it about you, girl. You made it about you, and that wasn't fair. Now you got this girl who's already hurt about something coming to you and apologizing, and it never even had... Like, nothing to do with you. I, I shouldn't even be here. You should really sit in your feelings and feel how you feel. Because I didn't say nothing about you and it wasn't about you. No, I but definitely here wouldn't I apologize. Am. I would have died first. I, yeah, like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Here, <laughs> I, here I am, still arms outstretched, trying to be kind and trying to understand that maybe you took it the wrong way. And I don't even feel like Erica had to be there or do that. No, that was, I, I that, don't think she did. Erica went out her way to, to kind of clear up spice mm-hmm. right. and like like joe said it was given woman to woman it was given mm-hmm. you know girls girl moment and yeah. and ice spice i'm talking about ice spice ice spice is like now now who brought me in it like why am i in it <laughs> not ice spice that is two different people for those of you who don't know <laughs> and i don't know why i keep calling this lady ice spice but spice made it about herself erica did not have to clear that up for her me mm-hmm. personally Baby, feel how you feel. Go on about whatever you need to. What I don't care. I'm feeling feeling my own way. Mm-hmm. So I definitely don't feel like that was a moment for attack at all. Yeah. Very left field. I yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I, and I just want to say it's not that I think that what Erica Mena said about ice, not ice spice. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's not what Erica exactly. Mena said about spice is us. not okay, but I just think it's important for us to look at the full context. Yes, of all things, I agree. I don't, please yes. don't go around calling nobody no monkey at all. Like that's that's not right. Or this, a gremlin. Like just don't say nothing. What what the what's the saying? You ain't got nothing, nothing nice to say. Just don't, don't say, say nothing. At I'm all. learning that right now. You guys now. aren't telling her that she was off. She was off. Yourself? Barely. She got it. No comparison. You we gave you so three your chances. earlier statement. What I, what I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had three chances. <laughs> Joe, you was fighting your way through that one. 
Oh Lord, God. who's I think it's on you, Tanisha. Who got the topic today? <laughs> Don't pick nothing crazy hard. Well, well there's see. only three in there, so oh, oh Lord, we gotta fight for our life. One out of three chances. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we talk about this all the time, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> okay, take the stickers out. I'm pretty sure I passed up on all of those last week. I want some more in there. Look at God. Won't he do it? Okay, he gonna do it. It, it, it may not come when you want him. But he's always. <laughs> but but it'll be right there. It's gonna come, though. If not, we're gonna go off the dome. That's fine. He gonna come. Black hair. See, See I told you. That's Black how God works. Black hair. Black hair. So, I mean, that's a, that is an interesting topic, especially all of us are here we'll of color on this there. table. We'll put that in there. Uh, have different looks when it comes to black hair. We got two dreadheads, one faux <laughs> dreadhead, me and myself right now. Um, a beautiful... Weavy Wanda. Weavy ones over here for the birthday girl, Miss <laughs> Courtney. Out. Okay. Um, so, I, I think... Anybody can do whatever it is, what can do whatever they want with their hair. And I think that especially in certain atmospheres with black hair, it is a subject of conversation. I know they passed a law recently about it not being seen as quote unquote unprofessional. I think it's the Crown Act. Yes, that, that's, that's But it was in New York City specifically, right? I'm not like sure where it was from that it got passed, but yeah, yeah, there was definitely some discrimination that got That's around. good, though. But it's, yeah. I mean, okay, so, like, they passed this, but, like, there is still going to be from discriminating. that part. You know, it there's still mean it's going gonna to stop be. it from happening, but it does mean that we can now respond to it happening. That part. And like, more people are know? aware. More people are aware. I think there's people who, well, you know, they knew about it, but they didn't have anything to use to fight with. And I think with this Crown Act, it gives them the opportunity to fight back if they feel like that's the main reason for why they're not getting certain opportunities. So I think anybody should be able to wear, obviously, you want it to be kept and kept mm-hmm. but our hair doesn't lie straight or there are black folk who do have hair that does lie straight mm-hmm. but us just being able to accept all the different forms of what our hair is and just allowing us to express ourselves with our hair I think that's a wonderful thing to do I have a different look every month so <laughs> and when know, you say yeah. um how do they know a lot of times when the discrimination comes into play it's a matter of like your hair needs to be a natural hair color or um you need to have your hair back or you can't wear braids that's where the crown act came into play like little girls going to school Mm -hmm. and they weren't allowing them to have braids or beads or styles like certain styles in particular yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and so that's where the discrimination comes into play i don't think we'll ever be able to prove it off how we look Mm -hmm. and how we necessarily come to an interview unless something is said but people are getting real creative with putting stuff in code of conducts in schools about what kids can do with their hair and cannot do. And so the Crown Act is supposed to prevent schools from keeping black people from being versatile yeah. with their hair. And exactly. I, kn- I know um, for a fact that I'm not going to tell you how I know, but like Citibank. Um, has their hands tied in the crown at specifically some you know very like high higher ups within the company um, they do different things in different states um, and they're promoting um, the crown at getting passed in multiple states it's only in a 
it's not all 50 mm-hmm. obviously but that's the goal it's only a few so far yeah, yeah but that's the goal to kind of work towards getting certain things in place but I, I definitely know Citibank has their hands tied in that too so that's I don't know I feel good about that yeah and like I think, large corporations mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think it goes back to people kind of looking us looking at us like a project like oh do your hair how we do wear it down or like wear it in a ponytail oh, as, as if as <laughs> if our yeah. hair was that like oh just mm-hmm. put it in a ponytail ma'am do you know how long mm-hmm. it takes me to slick back a ponytail with natural hair like mm-hmm. the amount of products the amount of money that we put into our hair to even fit the mold because a lot mm-hmm. of us are cold switching in a lot of different ways and it ain't Absolutely. always how we talk right yeah. we wear certain hairstyles for interviews accepted. like yes. nine times out of ten people don't want to do stuff in braids like mm-hmm. braids are vacation hair mm-hmm. or you know really? like yeah. I, definitely no i think that's accurate but like that do you guys accurate. feel like you've ever <clears throat> been in a context where you've been discriminated like in a way that actually impacts your life regarding your hair I don't think it's discrimination per se, but I do think you get a different response when you do have certain looks. For example, mm-hmm. when I first started the job that I'm working at now, what hair did I have? Yeah, I had like this curly uh, hair that I had in at the time. Would I have gone in with what I have in now if I had the choice? Probably not, only because I already know that there are preconceived notions that come along with that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I am also working on not given enough so (laughs) even though i'm in the space now Mm -hmm. um they know i'm a black provider so as far as how it is i provide care that's not going to change how i come to provide that certain level of care so it's it's a mental thing and something we kind of have to unlearn Mm -hmm. every day because we've been taught so long that yeah this is how you should be put your hair like a tour was saying in a ponytail slick it back but that's not how our hair is always going to present and you have to be able to accept that so to answer your question yes i do feel it but we just need to start learning to just go with the flow and provide our hair any which way they find it it's almost like you wait till you get to a certain point in your job Mm -hmm. to like let your hair down like the saying says like you know you come in like for me I've I've always done like the wig thing right Mm -hmm. but well before I locked up Mm -hmm. I was a wig girl I wasn't coming with no curly curly wig Mm -hmm. I came in with body waves or straights Mm -hmm. and I, I kept my hair very neutral likely short over long like I just feel like there's a real funny unspoken type I, I was of gonna, it's, it's true oh, it, it is true I was gonna say we're expecting corporations to kind of have this idea of hair like hair doesn't necessarily matter who are you as a person what can you bring to this company or and not just company um you know, friends, family, organ, other organizations, right? But <laughs> I honestly, I have a hair bias, y'all. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's certain hairstyles that I'm like, now why you wore your hair like that? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and you, even being why from you got that hair at we, church, we've created you, a you know, too black yeah, hair. Yeah. Like, no, mine true. is not the 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 too black. Like, hair. We mine have is like, added notions to certain hairstyles mm-hmm. that are too black. When we start throwing colors in there. When and we start doing too certain, long butt length. Too that's, long. That's given promiscuous certain type of braid. <laughs> right. Okay. Certain style uh, braid. Okay. Come like, on. My what is what is the one where? Because I'm from Miami, obviously. So the ones that you know the men be wearing when they have like three big old dude the globs. Not, the globs. <laughs> They're murderers. Old, okay. So 
so I'm sorry. You know, we've created we've created it too. Like okay, and we but, okay, but here's this is my bad, thing. But, yeah, it is. That's I, bad. I'm but it's honest. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. I personally don't think that that is bad because I do judge people in their locks. And you know, <laughs> if all of your locks fit into like one giant lock. <laughs> you need it? to cut your hair. What I think it? we also, I know we've created it, but it is also something to be mindful about. So yeah. I'm glad there is something in place like a Crowns Act where, I mean, we do it to each other, but at least ain't nobody else doing it to us because yeah. I, I do think it's a dangerous game. Like it was a young man while we were leaving the church tonight. Um, I don't know what he was doing. He was passing by and everybody was kind of in a parking lot. And he was kind of approaching the parking lot where everybody was and like you could tell everybody's antennas went kind of went because he had the globby hair like he had about five of them things <laughs> straight up what are they called they call globs globs um, that's not what i know that's not it there's, that's there's not a it that's a florida i mean that's the jacksonville term for it is when you put multiple dreads together they're not called globs they okay there's, there's a name for them maybe there's are you thinking of freeform locks Mm-hmm. Freeform is where you let your hair lock however state it want to lock in. It just mads up. But anyway, he approached the church and he had the little crazy four or five locks sticking straight up. And you could tell everybody kind of like paused, like, who this? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't mean to make y'all uncomfortable. Did you need a hand with anything? I was just going to offer my help. See? So I think yeah. that there are times where we even do it. So mm-hmm. it's not crazy for us to expect corporate America to, like, we do it. We feel a way right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. We've created a little look that we're supposed mm-hmm. to look or that's a normal look. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to corporate America, yeah, we fall in line because we already got our own perceived mm, yeah. like mindsets yeah. with it. So for me, I feel like um, I've always been a braids and twists kind of girl and I have never ever thought in my life like, oh, I need to change my braids and change my twists because I'm like going to a job interview or like I've never felt that pressure to straighten my hair or like curl my hair or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the okay. term. It's wigs. But I've never okay. But yeah, I've never felt know or knew of. <laughs> okay, but I've never felt the pressure to change any like any of those things. I think more so for me, the area where I think like professionalism has like kind of come into context is the color of the hair, maybe, mm-hmm. or how ridiculous um, um, the style is. Um, because I'm thinking about like. Here, here's the thing, and this is like my bias. Um, I can't take you seriously based on what your hair looks like because I'm thinking about people like XX Tentacion or like, um, he did rest in peace. Well, I'm, yeah, well, hopefully, here's I think you have an, I think you, oh, not hopefully, I think you have an advantage because you probably did your hair a million and one ways while you were living in Utah around all those white people who accepted you. We ain't got that experience where we played with our hair in front of well, it, I don't white people was... for years, and we are coming into corporate America with this mindset like. We are taught to like look a certain way and it almost makes us very self-conscious of what that certain way is. I've heard people in corporate America like um, if, if them dreads ain't me, I don't want no dread here because dreads already and I don't even keep my dreads neat all the time. I mean, I get them done, obviously, but I wouldn't call myself a neat 
dread you know what i mean or men who have dreads and they still expect them to maintain a lineup and retwist like that's kind of a lot to we know how black hair is Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we don't expect the world to understand how black hair is so we kind of just move accordingly Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we get the idea in the workplace. Like I'm not, I've never been a braid and twist girl, and I definitely ain't do it at the job for sure. I probably did that as young and as a kid. But when I got in my adulthood, I wore straight weave. That was my thing. That's where I felt comfortable. I almost didn't do color for a while because I was just like, I I ain't even trying to too much do color because it just it's so many different. Mm-hmm. It's like this unspoken thing mm-hmm. that we just know, right? But where do we know it from? Because it's like it, our it, parents it, in a weird way. It's a brainwash. It's, I it's love a how thing. Yeah. versatile black hair is. Yes, like I'm on social media. I find different pages. I scroll. Mm-hmm. I love all the colors. I love the crazy styles. I sit there and wonder. I'm like the way I think about it I'm like black people are so creative they came up with these styles and I'm probably gonna try them if they're braid styles I'll be thinking where do y'all work like (laughs) yeah so I feel like I in one breath admire the versatility and then Mm -hmm. another is like okay but if you go for a job (laughs) like how would that work out like this and I find myself saying this person with this style, especially with like the rainbow colors or something like that, this person obviously doesn't have a job. Maybe they're an entrepreneur because this would not be accepted. And I know that's not right because I admire it, mm-hmm. but it's like it is what it is at the same time when it comes to corporate America. But why? Because my hair is not doing the work. It's but it depends too, yeah. though, right? Because That's it's good. kind of the same thing um, that I feel like when it comes to schools and why, like, I'm in full support of like uniforms and things like that is because for me, I kind of feel like it depends on how distracting the thing is, right? So, like, I would not think it's okay for a child to go to school and their hair is dragging on the floor. <laughs> no, definitely not. That because thing. now I feel like you're drawing attention to yourself, but also you look ridiculous and that's dirty. But like, so I feel like there's like, <laughs> no, have you guys that's not seen the video of the girls in Atlanta one. walking through <laughs> no, the, like, the, mall. the mall and her hair is dragging? Nasty. That's not cute. That's, that's like, nasty. Yeah. That's, I don't care like what kind of expression that is. It's you're a pata sucia. That's dirty. Like your hair's on the floor um, or whatever. But like, so I feel like there's like, it depends on the context of the space that you're in, right? It's kind of the same as I feel like if you're in a space where everybody's wearing black and you're wearing pink, like the eyes are drawing straight to you, right? So like, I kind of feel like it, like it depends on the context of the space. And if what you have on is so distracting, then I think it's- I'm gonna be honest. When it comes to color of your hair, mm-hmm. I don't care whether you white or black. Them white girls that be doing them crazy colors be distracting me. Yes. Like, you taking my order, and all I can see is pink, blue, green, and Mm -hmm. yellow stripes Mm -hmm. (laughs) going through your hair. Really? And I I think that color in general goes across the board. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's limited to black women. The thing that I think it... The thing that makes it extra for black women is that it ain't your hair. Like, you already got a wig on, then it's yellow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now the white women, I'd be like, you really, you really colored your hair. <laughs> you really colored your hair yellow, and if you change it, it might fall out. So you gotta rock <laughs> with yellow and your all black uniform while you serving at Ruth Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not this, no. <laughs> yeah, she was already hired. Exactly. <laughs> and then she did it. Exactly. Jobs don't play about that hair, you know. Yeah. So even when it comes down to color, I ain't even gonna limit that to black. Black people because there are workplaces that are not going for blues yellow greens pinks purples it, they're just not going for I, it for me i feel like it has to match with the context of it if you work at burger king why are they regulating your hair like you work at burger king if you work in a tattoo shop who cares yeah. Yeah. right yeah, yeah. i expect you to have a wild hair you better <laughs> there's context i don't want nobody piercing me that don't got crazy hair <laughs> It's either black and too black for you or a crazy color. I ain't taking nobody else. That's true. That's true. So it's certain jobs that I do, like to your point, that it does fit it's with acceptable. it. You know, if girls are dancing, if you are a dancer. Don't matter. Yeah. That's that's okay. off limits. It is. It is. Wear your color mm-hmm. however you want to wear your color. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You're a performer. You're an artist. you something very spotlight. Rock out. Yeah. Yes. Like wear your color. But when we talk in corporate America, we gotta tighten it up. There's some it's some rules in play for that. But what about but the Oh I'm sorry. Go ahead. What about the other girls? Because both of y'all said something about curly. Mm-hmm. And I have this idea that curly, depending on how the curly looks, curly is professional for me. Curly definitely gives. I think all gives, curly is professional. I think all curly, curly is. Yeah, is professional. So that's why my hair. When I did the interview, that's exactly how my. Oh, hair you looked. went curly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curly yeah. gives like. Curly is fine. I don't know why. Curly is fine, but I won't wear no curly wig. I'm not. I'm not. Why not? It depends because when I did my curly hair, I was working for corporate America. Mm -hmm. But when I do my curly wigs, they was 22. 24 inches they was down my back it wasn't mine oh baby but there wasn't a bun though for the interview nah was i was bun. wearing it like so that's not something that i would like start my job with that's right, all yeah. i'm saying i'll wear curly hair but mm-hmm. i'm probably not gonna go with like no long looking like pocahontas and y'all know this ain't mine that's just too much my major issue isn't really like hair because hair i feel like i don't really care about mm-hmm. but my issue is the face tattoos who has face tattoos in corporate America? I ain't seen no, not no, one. No. Well, I mean, I don't. Well, I don't really interact that much with corporate oh. America. So I, think I don't tattoos know. Are but face old. tattoos to me are like tattoos. I'm fine with like a mm-hmm. sleeve or yeah. you know whatever. But like when it starts creeping up here, like your <laughs> upper neck <laughs> and your face, yeah, I'm like. Especially give you the teardrop ones that supposedly mean you killed someone. I can't take you seriously if you got teardrops and you're like. Now I, I mean, like, if you be realistic, there are there are one hundred percent stereotypes of face tats. Yeah, for sure. Only thing I can give grace <laughs> for with the face tats is if they're like a reformed person, they trying to do a new laser it off, laser it off, and then I'll take, really believe you've changed. That takes some time. laser it off. The laser takes about ten to twenty sessions. Okay, let me see you after twenty sessions. Because <laughs> <laughs> what will make you do that? That's and that's my thing. I feel yeah. like we was brought up long enough, like our whole. Whole childhood was like we don't 
But one we was told Don't do tattoos mm-hmm. We might have did them anyway Cool But we knew Put them in places That, that a job won't see Like yeah. I feel like That was like Common law mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we start Creeping into the phase You just careless I don't care what crimes You committed You too careless <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like The face is one thing Of all the things That you're supposed to protect So even if you got Into a little fight you don't get your face hit. Hit my arm. <laughs> hit my hit something else. Not my face. I'm ducking. I get a scratch yeah. on my face. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is this is what I present to the world. Right. This is the first right. thing that the world sees. You're not gonna yeah. look at my leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like first. I cannot right first. Yeah. You're not gonna look at my leg first. Yeah. I cannot believe people will sit down and be like, yeah, put a tattoo on my face. That's what I'm. That's too careless. You're that too is like. Well, Do you want to appear? I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm judge. I'm not gonna judge. I am. Like, go I'm ahead. Judging. Do you? I'm judging. But if you want a certain kind of job, just know that there's gonna be spaces you will not be taken seriously. You're just do not gonna you, be able to do it. You well, yeah, no. Do you want love and hip hop ATL? Yeah. Do you want love and or the tattoo hey. parlor? Or be a, wherever, you know, yeah, a rapper. Be a rapper. Yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, that's about all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I and as like- a woman, I'm judging you if you have tattooed the name of your man on your face. I'm sorry. Good. Sorry. I don't know any woman like that. Um, Summer Walker. On her face? I don't yeah, know her. Yeah. Larry. She got Larry. And I then, don't know her. <laughs> now they're Look, not I don't together. know her. <laughs> oh, she wow. Ain't my, she ain't my friend. I don't know The that. face is wilding out. Mm-hmm. But I also like to your point, like the face is the first thing people see, but your mm-hmm. hair matters. Like your hair, your, your your hair yeah. can one hundred percent change your appearance. Absolutely. Like if my hair is looking a certain way, I can go from boy to girl real quick. <laughs> I mean girl to boy. Yeah, I'm not quick. walking out looking like Celine. Yeah. No, in yeah. the house. I have in another and this might just be because I'm a black woman. Y'all mm-hmm. leave me alone. But y'all don't feel like as a black woman because of our hair, like it kind of adds to the whole strong woman thing. We do way more <laughs> with our hair. Like, I have to wig my hair because the maintenance of my natural hair is just a lot. As opposed to... Men love natural girls. You did all that other stuff. Like, I, like wash day takes four hours. Yeah. You know, like, I have to set aside a day, a wash day to... Do my hair, wash, condition, nurture, and then braid it up. I do think that goes to the strong woman thing because the amount of comments I get about me having locks and how that says commitment. It does, And how that says, like, even that one time um, me, you, and uh, Stephanie were out in Houston and we were, like, playing with the server and we were like, who do you think is the oldest, right? Automatically me. And literally, he was like, I'm going to say you because you got locks. Like, that's a seasoned decision. <laughs> like, like to have locks is like grown, grown. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm almost 10 years older than right, her. Right. And you. I'm like, but I'm, you're wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though you took that route to get the answer, like, you're wrong. Yeah. But to your point, natural hair and, like, certain styles does give off a different Mm-hmm. Energy Aesthetic, or sure. mm-hmm. a different it's stereotype a lot. to it. Yeah. Our hair is like I don't know. I don't want to say this, but our hair also is like the struggle. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like it it's is. like a it's like a even if you wig it or Tanisha has extensions, Couture has locks, Joe has locks. Even if you 
of, of all these styles that we can do, even if you decide to go get a blowout or, you know, wear your natural hair or whatever, or people who are relaxed, the women, what we go through to maintain our hair is actually the struggle. It's beauty in it, but it's time. It's like a, it's like a struggle that we can't run away from i never learned how to do my hair yeah, either yeah no well but i think it's, never. <laughs> i pay be, somebody to yeah do. that's but why to i locked be, my hair but yeah. to be quite um like honest it is but i think it's also like a bittersweet struggle yeah i kind of feel like crown. as a black woman when you learn to or you like take the time out to kind of learn because i feel like all of it um is very like it's important and it, all of it goes into like the wholeness and like of mm-hmm. who we are as people. Mm-hmm. So I was at a conference um, last week. Um, it's called uh, Black Mental Health Symposium. And we we're talking about that, right? And how, um, like, they were talking about, like, the importance of the hair and how um, you have to be careful who you let touch it, like, kind of going all the way back to, like, the um, to the continent of Africa, not the country of Africa, but the <laughs> continent. Um And, you know, she was just kind of talking about it because I kind of feel like all of it is a process and it's a process for a reason. And like kind of even learning like the specifics of it, because um, I was going to actually ask that question about like the black hair journey. But um, because I remember when I shifted from relaxing my hair Mm -hmm. to then texturizing it and then going completely natural Mm -hmm. and like what that process looks like. And I think. The thing with black hair is, yes, it is a struggle. It is a process. But, like, I think it also parallels life as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is you like you learn it, what products go into it? Like, mm-hmm. what is it that works with it? And maybe in this cycle, things change. The next cycle, something else changes. And I kind of feel like it's this beautiful, like... Um, almost like transcendent experience that I think that white people don't have because their hair is just whatever you know and so I think I like it's like it's and that's why I think like you know black hair is so complicated because it really is a journey because I feel like you can have a conversation with another black woman and instantly like it clicks right because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like you know and I kind of feel like you know with white people it's like what I dyed my hair blonde and you know or I don't know Whatever what other yeah. yeah colors um, it is because I'm even like because I think like that's even something that I'm looking forward to is like with my kids like teaching well if my son wants to have long hair like we'll have that conversation too but like mostly like raising a daughter who is comfortable with her hair because yes. I kind of feel like a lot of us like the process was like well I don't know if you ever got your hair relaxed or I think that was like and a little journey of, it, of the yeah. world yeah. Right. And, a little and era like, <laughs> but part of that journey was them trying to shift us into things that is not natural mm-hmm. for us, right? Like trying to like force the hair to mm-hmm. do something that it's not it, made to do. Y'all gotta yeah, watch that movie, yeah. Who Kills Tyrone? Oh, it was yeah, a good so movie. I and they brought up that yeah, hair. They, they brought yeah, up yeah. they brought up the perms in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I agree with you though, Joe. I feel like I, I totally agree with that. I feel yeah. like I, resonate. I really mm-hmm. found Katura when I locked my hair. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I feel like that was the missing key to who I actually was. I was mm-hmm. doing a curly, I was doing a straight, I was changing my wigs, I was doing but baby, when I locked my hair up, you couldn't tell me nothing yeah mm-hmm. it was just something about that that was like i 
it took me a year to even do like an extension style with my locks is I ain't even want nobody to mistake me for not having locks I'm like you gonna know I'm a lock sister <laughs> like I it really gave me a little bit of like identity when mm-hmm. it came yeah. to my hair like I feel like it literally was a puzzle piece that who mm-hmm. Katara is I'm not into I am more of a natural girl mm-hmm. I am more of a free spirited and a careless and a kind of go with the flow girl like mm-hmm. what better style yeah Mm -hmm. like style for me then to just go when i please don't Mm -hmm. have to stand i'm not a mirror girl Mm -hmm. i'm not none of that i just i just like to get up and go and i when i locked up and it's crazy because i wasn't raised on locks Mm -hmm. so all i say now is like if only i had knew sooner Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's only if i had knew sooner i would have did this years ago Mm -hmm. i heard like on social media i just saw a saying like let maybe within the last two weeks y'all know my time be all mixed up (laughs) i'd be like last week it was yesterday (laughs) um but I saw something that says when a black woman cuts her hair, <laughs> she's about to like change her life. And I think she is about to undergo something. That yes. was there were so many points in life where I was undergoing certain changes with my hair. I used to cut where, my hair. So yeah. Much. Where yes. I'm like, that is so true. I was going through a transitional phase when I'm like, cut it all off. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> I'm gonna start fresh. And yes. like, I don't know. It was that that's a good point. It is. And now I'm to a place where I'm like, no, you know what? don't cut it let it grow mm-hmm. and my hair is probably the longest it's ever been Same. um and it's just like what okay i'm gonna still wear my wigs but um my hair underneath is the longest it's ever Girl. been and i'm like i don't know like i think this is about me being like taking care of myself me being mm-hmm. a little bit more intentional with my health in terms of what i'm putting into my body like all of it mm-hmm. so i think that's a, that was a good point like yeah it's a struggle but it's like our our thing like mm-hmm. i know india i reset i am not my hair but but i am <laughs> it's coming real close you know, and I, but i feel like for me though that's true. i think cutting my hair and i i didn't wake up when i cut my hair but i think the biggest thing that i learned when i did cut my hair is i really am not my hair right Mm. because it was more so like in the context of like it's just hair because I kind of feel like prior to me cutting my hair there was just this big thing because I think like a lot of the time like it's like oh your hair is your crown like you know you can't like and I kind of feel like there was just a struggle of like oh my god like what are people gonna think when I cut my hair or whatever and I think like when I cut my hair and you know like I started um getting the little designs it was in it. short it was color i loved it i didn't know you. oh no no i went even lower than that before uh-huh. like yeah like where it was completely and i would just have like the designs in it like i did an undercut first and then i cut the whole thing completely off mm-hmm. it was kind of like it was just this freeing thing of like because you know like i'm thinking about like you know stages of just like because i remember being feeling not feeling oppressed but i remember being younger and it's like i got my hair done i can't go swimming I'm not mm-hmm. going in the water because mm-hmm. the way that my Real hair point. is, that's true. That's even true. if there's that's like a huge my day. hair, yeah. yes, because like my hair, even if there's slight moisture, my hair is very disrespectful. Like I tell people, <laughs> like I tell people, my hair is not a four C; it is a four P for petty, and it stands for petty. Because my hair literally like does her own thing, and so I kind of feel like cutting it completely. It was just this freeing thing of like I don't. I don't have to like I don't have to worry about like oh, if my hair gets wet it gets all like um you know like it shrinks or mm-hmm. it does this or it does that or it, you know whatever and it's like 
It's going to grow back. Because every single time I would go back um, to the barber or whatever, he would cut it. And then it would grow back. And then he would cut it. It would grow back. <laughs> he would cut it. It would grow back. And so it's like, well, who's in charge of me? My hair or me? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I cut it, it became more of like a, okay, like my hair is like a version of me expressing myself, but the core of who I am remains the same. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows this because you guys have seen me with all of my different hairstyles and everybody's yeah, like, yeah. you look so different. Like, and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think this until like my wedding and <laughs> then I was like, oh yeah, I do look different, like in different contexts. Like mm-hmm. very, very different. And so I I kind of feel like it's and maybe that is part like of why we do like as black people like have hair and like the context of it because even they were talking about like during like um slavery, how they used to use it as like the like the path, like they would put like rice grains and braid it into the hair. And that's how they would use to kind of figure out what path they needed to take. Mm. And you know, like, I mean, white people's hair doesn't really maintain braids and things like that. So their hair definitely couldn't do that. But yeah, it's all beautiful. It is. I think we are very special. I think we are very blessed. Mm -hmm. And, um, what what they say? God give his strongest battles to the strongest soldiers. <laughs> is, is, I haven't is heard that, that in the Bible. Is that scripture? No, nah, that's I, cliche. Well, I think, I think, or is that grandmother? Right, I think that's cliche. <laughs> give, it, give it grandma. I think if we're if we're going back, part of it is all parts of you are important and love them, but also um, if you go low, people will go lower. <laughs> <laughs> that's a brown epiphany. <laughs> Listen, what Joe said. Said our first episode long suffering <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening we love you guys love 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 don't forget to share this with somebody else if you love the podcast spread the word we have so much fun doing this with y'all don't forget to follow us on instagram facebook spotify apple whatever you're listening to on now and it's your girl's brown epiphany Wait, um Happy birthday, Courtney. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Oh, whatever. Um, Courtney, do you have any wishes? Um, well, that you're willing I'll, to share. Cause, no. You know. <laughs> I'm very private. <laughs> Um, I don't have any wishes to share. I just want to continue to um, get closer to God. And I am just in a season where I am allowing God to be the God in my life. And I'm sitting back. I have absolutely no control. And I'm okay with that now. It took me a while to get here, but I'm okay Amen. with relinqu- relinquishing control. So, Amen. Amen. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. We truly, truly love you. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.